0: This This is is Yawa Yawa Radio. Radio. One welcome to the Yawa Radio podcast. The Yawa Radio podcast is an opportunity again to listen to one of our inspirational, thought-provoking interviews that we have brought to the listeners of Yawa Radio. Yawa Radio is online 24 hours a day, 7 days a week We are your well-being and happiness radio station Bringing the feel-good feeling to every single day of the week Check us out at yawaradio.co.uk Now sit back and enjoy this podcast from the Yawa Radio team One welcome to this week's episode of Glass Half Full Today I'll be going across to the Caribbean where well, I'll be joined by Dr. Marnie Hill Federero who is an award-winning and celebrated author, speaker and educator. She earned her doctorate in education from Northern Illinois University and completed postdoctoral studies at Harvard during a very successful and rewarding 35-year career as a high school special education teacher with 12 years as a university graduate school adjunct professor i'll be talking to marnie about her award-winning spiritual fiction book god came to my garage sale and also talking to marnie about her story the challenges she faced and how she actually came to write the book god came to my garage sale i talk to marnie next on this week's glass half full so you're listening to glass half full uh, once again it's steve with another episode where we well we help you people be glass half full rather than be a glass half empty and you know what it's uh, it's always great you never know who we are going to meet on this program and that uh, would first time for me really um, i'm off to the caribbean and uh, metaphorically speaking and i'm joined by marnie marnie how are you
1: i'm great thank you so much steve for having me on your show
0: it's a pleasure. Really looking forward to finding out much more about you, your story, and about your book. Well, more than one book, but one one book in particular as well. So, so Marnie, tell me about the work that you do first of all.
1: Well, I, you know, I'm an author of many books, but prior to that, I was a high school special education teacher for 35 years in the Chicago, Midwestern USA suburbs. And 12 of those years, I was a university graduate school adjunct professor. So I was in education, and I was um, kind of living what you would call the American dream, just working hard and, and enjoying life, raising two kids. Um, but there came a time where I really needed to make a change in my life. And um, it was very evident to me that my values of of honesty and love and fidelity and fiscal responsibility. They were not the same values of who I was married to. <laughs> so, you know, I, I ignored years of red flags. And so after a 27-year marriage, I chose to file for divorce and leave, uh, not realizing the significant repercussions that I would have. Um, but I handled those just with love and, and compassion, and really looking at the glass half full when really I could have been extremely negative. Um, there were certainly a number of um, reasons that would justify that, but that's just not who I am. And, and I have found being positive and handling challenges and adversity in a positive way is, is a much happier way to live
0: so when that change happened then did 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 you also leave your job as well
1: well actually no i i had a couple more years of teaching so mm-hmm. you know when i retired from my 35 year career as a teacher um that was you know very very positive um but no i i still had a couple of years before i i left um but I did lose everything. Um, I lost my home, which mm-hmm. I was told was paid off for over ten years, and which I contributed a, a significant salary to for twenty-seven years. Um, and I, I, I lost my assets, and my money was all depleted. And um, a very devastating phenomenon that happens in some families. Is what's called parental alienation, and so I lost my two adult children to this, you know, terrible, you know, vindictive revenge campaign, smear campaign based on false allegations. It happens to wonderful dads mm-hmm. and wonderful moms all over, and it's just shocking when that happens. So I'm going on close to a decade without my children in my life. And even with that significant loss, you know, I've chosen to take my pain and turn it into my power by, by, you know, my pen by writing, writing about just life in general and, and writing about some spiritual miracles that happened to me when I was at my garage sale, which I think in England, you say trunk sale a lot. Sale,
0: Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. But, you know, when I really was in the midst of losing everything and having to leave this beautiful home, you know, again, I was just filled with gratitude and happiness. And, you know, just I was thankful for the time that I had there, even though, you know, there was I was living in a lot of false reality and, mm-hmm. and devastation with all the losses But at this garage sale, I was I I actually experienced a spiritual awakening and I was presented with some miracles that were very, very life changing and gave me the knowing that I was just loved and supported, that even though I was making a big change in my life, it was really for the better.
0: And Amana, did it did it feel at that point through that spiritual moment that I want to use the phrase uh, a great big like concrete overcoat was lifted off you and uh, and you, you suddenly found freedom in some way.
1: You know, um, well, yes and no. I mean, I still had a lot that I had to cope with, but but the feeling was was not so much that a coat was lifted off of me, but that a coat was being put on me Okay, and kind of just. Snuggling me up and and surrounding me with the knowing that I would be okay, mm-hmm. that even though I was losing so much and and you know um my whole fairy tale dream of my life was just shattered, I was just still filled with gratitude so i I felt kind of like um a hug from the universe, a hug from the divine and mm-hmm. You know, I really questioned with so many of the miracles I experienced, did God come to my garage sale? And um, and then you know, I went on afterwards to have a number of different spiritual experiences that again had some similar characteristics. You know, they were all in slow motion, they they all were where I didn't really even react or respond. I just kind of took it in Mm -hmm. and uh, but it was life changing and the feeling was always that God was there and, and supporting me and so much so that I ended up, you know, doing a lot of research. I actually have an atheist background and. You know, prior, like growing up, I was I was kind of raised in an atheist household on my own. I found organized religion and I moved towards God and spirituality and and learning more um, because my inner knowing was that there has to be something divine Mm -hmm. and something more on this earth. Um, There's just too many intricacies and and details and amazing things, especially in nature, like, you know, where you are at is this natural area of England that is being preserved because, because of the beauty. And we want to keep that for generations. I live in the Caribbean now Mm -hmm. and I am completely surrounded by natural beauty all the time. And I just feel closer and closer to God with that. But getting back to the book, I, I did a lot of research on, you know, um, spiritual experiences, even mm-hmm. near-death experiences. And I really came to believe that what I encountered was STEs, which are spiritually transformative Experiences that where I didn't have to flatline and have a near death experience, I I still could enjoy the benefits and the experiences that were just almost otherworldly. And then I ended up, you know, like many people that have have gone through something life changing, I, I wrote a book and and I wrote the book God Came to My Garage Sale.
0: And and in that book, you uh, you know. <laughs> I, I guess it's it's building and sharing some of those experiences that you had.
1: Yes, even uh, though it's a spiritual fiction, it is yes. all you yeah. know based on true accounts. Mm. True, it was inspired by the real thing.
0: Yeah, and and when when these spiritual experiences come in what in what form did they come to you, Marnie? Were were they were they messages? Were the visions? What were they?
1: Well, there were many, um, and and that's why I wrote you know, 13 (laughs) vignettes in this book, you know, one experience I was surrounded by dragonflies, you know, I one dragonfly circled me. And then shortly there were five. And within a few minutes, there were 50 to what I believe a hundred dragonflies circling me. And I was all, it was all in slow motion. I was again with surrounded with this feeling of love and support Um, But I could see the dragonflies fly down the road and then come back to me and circle me. And and it was so slow, I could see the veins of the wings and the iridescent colors. And there were definitely different sizes of dragonflies that I equated with people. Mm -hmm. Um, So generations of ancestors, babies, toddlers, teenagers, grandparents, Young adults, I mean, I just, I, I I, was just circled, you know, and I was in this state of gratitude. That was one major experience that I, I went through. And luckily about three quarters of the way, you know, I, I started to come out of this kind of slow motion trance. And I knew to pull out my phone and videotape what I experienced just for proof to mm-hmm. myself or others that, I mean, This really did happen. I really did experience this. And I went on to learn that 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 has happened to some other people, again, when they're in a state of of trauma, but also in a state of gratitude and that they can get a sign from the universe with dragonflies or butterflies. I also had other experiences with people Mm -hmm. that would kind of come and go, but I don't remember them coming and going and they're they're. Interactions with me were extremely unique and profound, um, you know, almost otherworldly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely there were feathers and and specifically dated pennies and red cardinals and some of the usual, I shouldn't say usual because to me it's all a miracle, but, <laughs> you know, usually reported um, spiritual signs and synchronicities. I had so many of those. And, and there were so many at this concentrated time that I really believed it was just kind of a, an avalanche opening up, you know, and, and now I'm much more aware that, you know, I don't believe there are coincidences that, mm-hmm. that some people and situations are brought into our life for our life lesson, but maybe for a bigger purpose in this world
0: i am i'm so i'm so with you on that in terms of that wonderful phrase you know that you know everything happens for a reason okay throughout our lives and 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 we either we can either crumble from those things or move forward from those things there's a great phrase that you know that if you live a rich and meaningful life you will experience every emotion um, right
1: right and and, and and some of the emotions are not pleasant
0: no, exactly. you know that
1: that's part of living a rich life and i think that without my really enduring you know such significant loss mm. i i think that i wouldn't appreciate where i'm at now where even though i don't have my adult children in my life i'm still choosing to live a happy life and to realize that hey, we're all on a journey. Even my adult kids are on their own journey, and they need to find their way somehow. Mm-hmm. But with God's love, I think you know if the truth eventually comes out. Goodness prevails. Um, I just hope it's in this lifetime.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, and and you use a very you know a very key word for me there, you know, and that is we choose don't we? Yes. Because that, that's, that's the key word. Cause you know, we can, we can choose to let these things get on top of us. We can get into a downward spiral. Our glass can become half empty. Okay. Or we could choose to go, you know, what about, what about, what's this about? What, what is this learning experience about? What, what is coming my way? You know? And I think maybe a bit of that as well is, I don't let's, a bit of self-awareness comes out from there as well, when you question yourself as well.
1: Most definitely. In fact, that's a huge component that I have Mm. found in my own healing journey. You know, not only did I need to kind of research, you know, why bad things happen to good people, I needed to learn terminology like narcissism or, you know, word salad or gaslighting or some of the different behaviors and, and personality types that that you know intentionally they these people intentionally cause harm to other people and try to under make sense of that but then a a, a huge part is also to go deep within yourself and go back to your own family of origin dynamics and and understand <clears throat> maybe why you were um, set up the way you are. Why are you an overgiver? Why are you an extreme empath? Why are you someone that might not have very healthy boundaries and put up with mm. such bad behavior and and you know uh be in such an abusive situation for so many years? Because so many of us find ourselves, men and women alike, we find ourselves staying in a job that is not really fulfilling. Mm-hmm. Um or we might find ourselves, you know, staying in a partnership, a marriage, you know, or a relationship longer than than we should, because it's not based on, you know, equal concern and care for one another. You know, one person might have kind of an, an agenda or a second life or a third life and they're just kind of fooling who they are with and and a lot of pain is caused in in the you know through the experience and and so you know whether it's people or situations we need to look within ourselves to see what is our foundational patterns and makeup to to allow some things and then again the choice comes in we need to choose to either go along status quo and continue this, which I don't think is very healthy. I don't think it's, um, it's really being authentic. And I'm someone who is just driven to stay true to the value of honesty. And so when I knew I needed to escape that marriage. I needed to for myself. It was a choice. Now, I didn't choose a lot of the repercussions that happened as a result. That's the fallout I have to deal with. But in the bigger picture of things, that was the best decision that I could make. And I'm choosing to be consciously, you know, positive. The glass is half full. And I have found writing. I actually wrote Since I've moved to the Caribbean the last three years, I've written a five-book series called True Deceit, False Love, which creatively addresses domestic violence, narcissistic abuse, parental alienation. And then, of course, when I did talked about the self-reflection work, it addresses intergenerational family trauma because that is something we need to acknowledge as part of the big picture. But my books in this series are not tell-alls. It's not autobiographical. Um, it's more a resource manual for other people, like terminology and phrases. And, and there's even poetry to help people understand what well, was healing for me, of course, <laughs> but also to help people understand what are different dynamics in these challenging relationship issues, and I write from a perspective that is not gender-specific or role-specific, so some of the poems, for example, are from an abuser's point of view and maybe trying to get in the the minds of these people to understand why they do what they do, you know, some, some of the poems are from a child's point of view, a perspective that, you know, we don't often think of, unfortunately, some of these kids are caught mm. in the crossfires of the adult issues. And uh, so anyway, there's even a word search puzzle book that just wow. made a, best, it just made a bestseller, um, which is just very interesting to me because it, it does show me that this is needed. People are needing a creative outlet while they are learning about relationship trauma mm-hmm. and, and family dynamics you know sometimes it just gets all too heavy and very hard to cope and but at the same time you know you need to keep moving forward
0: so so my from from um you know i think of this coming to me there is you know the things that you have since you made that change okay and the spiritual awareness and all right, the things that you have been attracted into your life right um, but it sounded that sounds so beneficial to you as an individual, okay? But also for the work that you're doing, you're reaching out to thousands of people to share those things with. and how how awesome is that? You know, who I, I bet you know, although all those years ago, you wouldn't have been sat there thinking what you're doing now you were going to be doing
1: not at all. In fact, you know, my whole plan for my life, my vision, has completely changed. Mm -hmm. And, um, and it's changing still again, you know, I've done these, I've written these books, I've brought awareness to some of these family dynamics, I've done a lot of my own healing work, Mm -hmm. and uh, a, a lot of choosing, you know, the taking the high road, you know, the glass half full. And, and so I'm so excited in the next year, I'm going to kind of shift my focus and and really work on some other exciting literary endeavors you know i've got some other creative projects in me and you know so i think that's kind of exciting to be able to you know evolve i think we're always changing you know and um and i think that we go with that we 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 go with what our heart is calling us to do and, and it's so important to follow your passions and to find a creative outlet, which could look extremely different for different people. Mm. I mean, for me, writing is very therapeutic, but I also live in the Caribbean. I love being immersed in nature, swimming in the ocean, hiking the rainforest. You know, I feel that kind of grounds me a lot. Other people might enjoy like working in the garden or working on cars or, or you know, taking up painting or sculpture or, you know, but I think that as human beings, when we can get to a point of, of taking our challenging situations, dealing with them, doing the inner work, and then having some sort of creative outlet. And in my case, you know, writing books that inspire other people to, you know, on their healing journey, Mm -hmm. I think that's all kind of adding to our own personal healing, but also the healing of the world.
0: Uh, I'm I'm with you on that. And and you used another great word there, you know, and that evolve. Okay. Yes. We're always evolving or or that should be our aim to evolve. Um, And like you touched on earlier about, you know, people may be in a work environment. It's not fulfilling. They don't want to be there, but they stay there because that seems comfortable. Um, And and yet there's that bit where they stepped outside that, what could be, you know, or in a relationship, you know, and, you know, I'm, I'm, ai know people that have been in abusive relationship. They've left the abusive relationship, but they've not, they've then attracted another abusive relationship. Right. Right. And actually
1: that is very, very common. I Mm. mean, I'm so fortunate that that didn't happen to me. I have found love again, uh, with a very close friend that is now my life partner. And he and I just, um, you know, really have, a a very special relationship, something that I never experienced in, in my 27 year marriage, you know, where there really is unconditional love. And I think we're, our, our, relationship also was founded in a way on the basis of spirituality of realizing that there's a higher purpose to all of this. And, and so I am very fortunate that I didn't just, you know, jump into another toxic, you know, abusive situation, but so many men and women do uh, because they're seeking something. They they want that validation. They want that they're love bombed and they might think, well, this time it will be different. And they might just kind of jump in without really taking the time needed to really see if you are a good fit. And, and if you have the same values, I think that's a huge part of it is just in my case my decision to leave had to do with values and mm-hmm. what I believed was important in life. And, and honesty is such a huge part of it. And when, it, you know, you realize that someone you loved and cared for has not only been dishonest, but extremely deceitful and, and will betray you, you know, it's, it's a game changer.
0: Mm-hmm. And, and Marley, just on that as well, in terms of making that change as a person. Okay let's just explore this uh, for for a few few minutes there's being honest with yourself right because you 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 know when you start that healing process and that self-awareness comes up and these these moments come to you 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 might not like some of the things that you're hearing but you've got to be honest with yourself and go yeah Yeah."
1: right and that's where actually seeing your role in the situation comes Mm. into play because you do have to it's it's you know, an abuser will abuse and and it is not the victim's fault at all. Mm -hmm. Uh, So you don't need to own that. But at the same time, you do need to kind of understand yourself and have that self-awareness of what what attracted you to someone like that. What were some of your unfulfilled needs? Mm -hmm. Or what were some of the, um, you know, predisposition that you came to the relationship with. And so I think that self-awareness is is very important. And it, it can be extremely painful because once you, you know, peel that layer of the onion, <laughs> there are other layers of the onion to peel. And it turns out for most of us, we find that there are other people and other situations we have surrounded ourselves with that are not necessarily healthy or for our best good. So we might need to, you know, go against societal expectations and possibly even step back from a, a relationship with a family member. Um, and that's very, very hard because we're expected to, you know, love our family no matter what, even though some people in our family could also be gaslighting us and and abusive in their own way and and you might realize that it's not a two-way street they don't they don't have that care and concern that is authentic they they like the the history they like the how it looks to the public that yes the these are my family members this is my clan but You know, behind closed doors, it's not always healthy. So that's extremely painful to realize that, you know, you have to maybe put up some healthy boundaries. And for many of us, boundaries were not anything we were taught or that we were really good at. Mm. And so when we get to the point, you know, we're oftentimes in midlife or beyond Where we finally realize, wait a minute, I need quality of life here. And even though my circle is going to get smaller and smaller and smaller, you know, I want it to be true. I want it to be authentic.
0: Yeah. A friend of mine uses a phrase um, that some people just love their drama. Yeah. (laughs) If that makes sense.
1: Yes, it does. And there are some people that really try to rope you into just drama, you know, and and actually, if you find your your gut feeling telling you that something just doesn't feel right in a relationship or a situation, you should really follow your gut feeling. That's your inner voice. Some people would say it's God or angels. I mean, whatever you Mm. attribute it to follow that gut intuition because you know there's something there if something doesn't feel right it probably isn't right and and I'm someone who doesn't want the drama i don't want confrontation all the time i don't want aggravation i would like to live a life of peace and harmony and sometimes you need to step away from people that don't That aren't evolved to that point yet.
0: They're not there yet, are they? They're not on that. Should we call it a higher level of consciousness? Should we call it that? Yes. Yeah, let's call it. And that's
1: not a put down to them. No, no. no. It's just that we are all on different journeys and, and they probably need to go through some sort of life lesson before they might want to make a change in how they interact with other people. Yeah. In fact, I don't even, even with my abuser, and, and other people that surrounded and supported, even by their silence, supported the, the situation that I found myself in. I don't wish anyone any ill will. You know, that's just not who I am. Mm-hmm. Um, I, but I will step back to kind of preserve my own integrity.
0: Yeah, no, get that. So, Marnie, if people want to find out more about you, find out about your books, how can they do that?
1: Well, actually, you know, my books, uh, my one book, the spiritual fiction, God came to my garage sale is a number of book clubs, you know, it's in a number of book clubs, even in England, Okay, which is so cool. So you can find my books, all of my books on Amazon mm-hmm. and Barnes and Noble. Uh, but my publisher is Balboa Press, which is a division of Hay House okay. and Hay House books are generally spiritual in nature or self-help, you know, it's really kind of a great many authors to check out with mm-hmm. that publishing company. But um, I'm not on social media, but I, I do have a website that is kept up to date with all the different events and book signings, and speaking engagements, uh, podcast interviews, um, as well as learning about me and my books and learning about the people who endorsed my books, because that's pretty significant. Mm-hmm. There are a number of people that found value in what I am doing. And, and that has just been awesome. So all of that can be found on my website, which is sale.com
0: Wonderful. money, it's been a pleasure talking to you and you're sharing your story and experiences. Uh, and I'm sure it will resonate with the listeners you know, in, um, in some way, shape or form. And if people just take one thing from what we've been talking about today, it can be ulti- ultimately life-changing.
1: Wonderful. Well, thank you, Steve. It's been such an honor to be on your show. So thank you for having you. me.
0: And have a wonderful, wonderful day.
1: All right, you too.
0: Thank you. Time for another inspirational quote.
1: Be happy. Be inspired.
0: Contassion is an action word with no boundaries. Prince This This is is Yawa Yawa Radio Radio. A big thank you for taking the time out to listen to this podcast from the team at Yawa Radio Remember to check us out live online, 24 hours a day 7 days a week at yawaradio.com UK. And if you'd like to join us as a guest on Yawa Radio or as a guest on the Yawa Radio Podcast, we would love to hear from you. Simply email studio at yawaradio.co.uk. Once again, a big thank you for taking the time out to listen. This is the Yawa Radio Podcast. Copyright applies. With inspirational guests from around the world, inspirational quotes, the inspirational book of the week, the meditation hour, the quiet zone, and feel-good music. Yawa Radio is about well-being, happiness, and finding the beauty within. Enjoy. Be beautiful. Be happy. Be inspired. This is Yawa Radio.